Welcome to the Food Freedom Habit Podcast, where you can find freedom from food crazies using nothing but your own brain. With me, Lydia, the Lifestyle Coach. Would you like permanent food and body peace without tracking one trigger or calorie? Whether you're dealing with overeating, binge eating, bulimia, food obsession, body hate, or the endless diet cycle, we do all this without delving into past trauma, starting yet another food plan, or monitoring every meal. Live a free life aligned with your health and values. If you're ready for something real, you're in the right place. All episodes are 100% free, so please subscribe to and review our podcast. And freedom is disconnecting your struggle with food from your past trauma. And I just want to be really real with you for a second because this is very important and this is something we have to stop perpetuating the lie of. Here's the lie. The lie is that eating disorders somehow stem from trauma. And until you overcome all of your past trauma, then you're still gonna have an eating disorder. And until you go to 25 years of therapy and sort through all of that trauma, then you have no hope of ever even, never even looking at getting better, but no hope of even being able to manage it. And looking at this, we have proven it to be untrue thousands of times. Eating disorders, no matter how they started, are not perpetuated by past trauma. They are perpetuated by the habits that get created around food and the habits of thought, and you can break those and be 100% free and done. And it is so damaging to tell women, because a lot of women have trauma, because we are women who live in this society, a society that treats women badly. And so there's a lot of trauma there, and it's not okay and it's something that we should absolutely change in our world, but we must stop telling women that they are hopeless to fix other problems in their life because someone else hurt them at some point. It's insane because it's not true. And it just gives women these, this huge mountain to climb of like, well, you've got to face your past trauma and you've got to forgive the people that have hurt you and you've got to go to all of this therapy and you've got to sort everything out. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't sort through your trauma and that you shouldn't you know, go through whatever helps you and supports you, but it's not this, it's this, it's separate. You can 100% end an eating disorder and not have an eating disorder anymore without ever looking at or touching or sorting through any of your past trauma. In fact, we had a grad that came to us that had just such horrible, awful, awful, traumatic background. And she was told by a professional, and I'll put that in quotes, that she could never hope to be done with her eating disorder until she sorted through and looked at all of her past trauma. So she chose to keep her eating disorder. That's how awful her trauma was. She would rather have an eating disorder than have to look through all of the memories of all the horrible ways that she had been treated and hurt. And she broke into tears when she came to us. And she said, thank you for saving my life. Because when she heard that we could end her eating disorder and show her how to be free for the rest of her life without ever having to look at her trauma, she was so thrilled and had so much hope because of that. And. She came to us and in a matter of weeks, she was done with her struggle with food. And it just so happens because she got all of her 
energy and her emotional energy and her mental energy and all of that back, that she was actually able to do a lot of really beautiful work in her life around that. But it was not from a place of have to, it was from a solid place of freedom because she got freedom with food and then she was able to have energy for other things. We had another woman that came to us that was in our late 60s. I believe when she graduated, she was 67 years old. We coach a lot of women who've struggled for over 40 years. And so, you know, we coach a lot of women in their 60s, their 70s. And so at 67 years old, as she's graduating, she said, and she'd never told us about her past trauma, because why would we ask? It has nothing to do with her eating disorder. But she shared with us, she said, you know, a beautiful part of being free is to know that the people that hurt me when I was younger, the people that aren't even alive anymore, that every time that I would binge, I would just think, wow, this person, even though they're not living, they're still controlling me. The trauma that they gave me from my past is still controlling me and look how I'm eating over it. And she's like, now that I'm free from my struggle with food, I know that those people had no control over me that the people that hurt me had nothing to do with how I was eating. It was just a habit that I could break. Freedom is knowing that your trauma, although awful and although valid and although you should be supported and loved through all of it, any effect that you're having of it, but that it has nothing to do with this problem with food and that you don't have to focus on all these other things that aren't gonna make a difference and you can actually focus on the thing that will make a difference. And we've had the women come to us that have gone to literally 25 years of therapy every single week sorting through their trauma. And over that time, they gained 100 pounds and their relationship with food only got worse. And this woman that I'm thinking of, one of our grads, she came to us, she's like, Lydia, there's nothing else to talk about. There's nothing else to talk about. I've sorted through all the trauma, hooray but it never fixed my relationship with food. And that was the reason that I started all of this stuff, all of the therapy, the 25 years, a quarter of a century to try to fix a problem with food by sorting through her trauma. She sorted through her trauma. She never fixed the problem with food. She came to us and in six weeks, she was free and done. That is freedom. And freedom is knowing that your past can't hurt you. There's this false belief around eating disorders that there's something that happened in the past, whether it's trauma or some event. And although that may start and perpetuate some of these habits, the past doesn't exist anymore. And so many of us in this struggle are constantly living in the past because we feel like we need to go back and figure out something in the past and fix that somehow current day so that we can be okay moving forward. But the truth is, is that to end your eating disorder, to have no struggle with the overeating, the food obsession, the body hate, to be free of all of that. It's about now moving into the future. The past does not exist. And if we keep on digging around in the past, it's not gonna fix our present and our future, because that's where our future comes from, is what's happening here in the present. And freedom is knowing that your past isn't hurting you, isn't controlling you. We have women that have come to us that have tried like everything, everything out there. And some of that is that they are so convinced by the people around them or professionals, I'll put that in quotes, that are telling them what needs to happen so they can have some relief from food, that they go to the extent of, it's not just what's happened in your past, like recent past or your childhood, that you've got to go back and fix your, fix your past in your utero 
or you've got to go and fix your past from past lives. And although there can be beautiful things that come out of exploring our past, that you don't have to look in the rear view mirror for one moment to fix your problem with food. It's about the freedom of knowing I start here, I'm looking forward, I'm fixing this now in present day where it's actually impacting me and I get freedom permanently for the rest of my life. Like that is freedom. Knowing that the past does not control you and you don't have to sort through it, you can just move forward. And freedom is finding your people matches. So when we struggle with food, our identity, our personality, our time, the people that we you know, interact with, a lot of times it's very focused around the trauma and the awfulness and the struggle of eating disorders. And so we don't get to know who we really are. Like our authentic selves are not present and get dimmed more and more and more as the years go on because we're so focused on this problem versus focused on us and developing us. So one beautiful thing that we get to see over and over and over is that when women claim their freedom, then they get to be them. They get to like be their authentic selves. And when you can be your authentic self, then you start attracting people into your world that are your people matches. Like if you are a wonderful, nerdy, intelligent person, then you get to attract the other awesome nerds. And if you are someone who really cares about the outdoors or about animals, or you're someone who is bubbly and fun, or you're someone who is like, like dark and emo or whatever you are, <laughs> you get to be you and you get to actually attract people that instead of connecting with the problems that you're facing, when those problems are lifted, you get to connect with people that are a connection for who you authentically are. So we just got a message from one of our incredible grads that we love so much and she's celebrating, she's starting her PhD right now. She's starting her PhD and she's been wanting to do that for so, so long and she found her people matches. She's with all of these incredible other women in the lab and they're just doing all of these, these amazing just experiments and forwarding science and like that's who she authentically is and she gets to be around the people that are authentically a match to her because she started with freedom in herself and fixing this problem so the real her could shine through and she could find her people and we just see this over and over. Actually, the second person this week that is celebrated getting their PhD or starting their PhD um, because they can. <laughs> They're not like focused on all of the expense and the time of an eating disorder. They can actually do what they want to in their lives. And let's talk about the crisis roller coaster and how freedom is being off the crisis roller coaster. So the crisis roller coaster is when we're in crisis. And then we focus all of our time and energy on getting out of crisis and it feels like we're making progress and it feels good and it feels exciting. And then we go back into crisis. It's almost like hurting yourself to just see if you can feel something, right? It's going back into crisis because then you're getting out of it again. And yo-yo dieting is a very common pattern of being in this crisis roller coaster. It's, all right, I'm gonna do it and I'm all in and I'm getting out of crisis and I just got diagnosed with diabetes and I'm gonna turn this around and then you lose 100 pounds or you plan to, but you actually lose 90 and then when you're near your last 10 pounds then you start binging and then you're out of control and then the 110 pounds comes on way, way, way faster than the 100 pounds came off and you're in crisis again. And it can be an addictive pattern 
to continue to put ourselves in crisis to get ourselves out of crisis. And then it's made even worse because diets are designed to keep us in crisis. They're designed to fail. So we have to do another diet to get back out of that. So those two things compounding, being in that pattern and then being part of a structure like dieting that actually promotes that, that creates crisis, that teaches our body to gain weight after we've lost it. <sighs> It's an awful thing to be in the crisis roller coaster. And freedom is stepping off the crisis roller coaster. Hooray! And being able to stand on solid ground and look around and decide where we want to go and what we want to do because it's our life. And that is so much fun. So much fun! So, being out of that pattern and being able to live our lives in this forward progression instead of this roller coaster, this yo-yo back and forth and back and forth is such a really wonderful, wonderful way to live. And if there's anything that's coming up for you of like, oh, well, if I was done with my eating disorder, if this wasn't consuming my all day, every day, who would I be and how would I spend my time? Just get free first and then you'll find out that it's a non-issue. We have never out of the thousands of people that we have helped and showed how to be free of this problem, we have never seen anyone in their freedom be like, I don't know what to do with all this time. I don't know if I like myself more as a free person, maybe I'll go back into that cage. Never once. So just know that once you're off the roller coaster, I promise you'll know exactly what to do because it'll be your real life and you will have no issue filling that time and being who you are because the really difficult thing was just being in this crisis the whole time. And freedom is clarity. So when we are struggling with food and body and all of these obsessive thoughts, it's really hard to be clear on what we want, what we think. It's constantly, well, is that what I want? Or is that what my eating disorder wants? What are my desires? What do I wanna do? And it's very confusing. So freedom is having clarity because once you have your brain free of all of that clutter, and once you have such a strong and clear knowing of like, oh, this is what I think, and this is what my eating disorder thinks, and I just choose what I want now, then that clarity in life of actually knowing how we feel about things, actually knowing what to do because we actually know what we think and feel, that clarity is so powerful and important. And freedom is the whole menu. Going to a restaurant and knowing that the whole menu, anything on there is all available to you. Because when we're in the struggle with food, you're either on the wagon, so the only thing that feels available is like the salad section on the menu, or we're off the wagon, and it feels like the only thing available is like the deep fried sugary part of the menu. <laughs> and freedom is going and having the whole menu available for you. I remember one fun celebration on my own journey to freedom is I went to a restaurant and it was just a non-issue and I didn't look at the menu beforehand and I knew the whole menu was available and I was like, oh, what do I want? And I'm like, oh, I actually do want a salad. That sounds really good. Oh, and their fries look really good too. And I had a salad and fries. And never before during all of my eating disorder crazy years did those two things meet on the same table right in front of me. <laughs> because it was either one or the other. It was either extreme. I was like, it was lovely to eat my salad and to crunch on my fries. And it was awesome because the whole menu is available to you when you are free. And freedom is sometimes 
being pregnant and getting pregnant. For a lot of us who struggle with food, we do so much damage to our own bodies that we actually lose our ability to become pregnant. We lose our periods, we don't have uh, enough you know, just nutrients in our body, we have enough to barely survive ourselves, much less support another human life. And I've gotta tell you, in fact, just have this be kind of a warning as well, <laughs> part of freedom is, you get your ability back to be pregnant if you if your eating disorder was the thing in the way of that. So we've had a lot of women, like a lot of women, they you know haven't had a period for a long time, you know, decades sometimes. And you know what? They start they end their eating disorder, they start nourishing themselves, and their period comes back. We have a lot of women who have been trying to get pregnant for a really, really long time. I could just like I've got all these women in my mind, I could list names, I won't, but I could, um, of all of these women who they've been trying to get pregnant for so long, but because how they were treating their bodies, their struggle with food was a thing preventing them from that. Um, and on top of like all of the stress and the stress hormones that get created from an eating disorder, being able to like chill out and eat some food and nourish yourself goes a long way. And so we have so many of our grads, we have like a whole generation of little life with Lydia babies <laughs> because of many, many a woman who has been able to get pregnant after a long time of trying because she finally fixed her struggle with food and that was the thing holding her back. Thanks for tuning in. If you felt a spark here and want to see how these principles can work in your own life, you can book a free session with our team. We'll give you a call and together find clarity on three things. One, the exact cycle you keep getting sucked into. Two, what isn't working with your approach. And three, what's missing to close the gap between food prison and food freedom. We have helped free hundreds of women all over the world from their food struggles. These are proven principles that work, no matter how long you've been stuck. This is Lydia, the Lifestyle Coach, signing off. Mwah!